0: Hi, it's Michael Tipper, and welcome to today's episode of the Profit Productivity Podcast. Now, today is going to be an episode that is sharing some of my experiences of tracking my time that I spent last week applying myself on a daily basis. Now, to give you some background as to why I did this, I have been running a series of, what a seminar I call the Getting More Done Seminar, that I've run with over a thousand leaders, uh, primarily in the nuclear industry over the last six, seven years. And one of the things I always got them to do was, and this is part of pre-work, so ahead of their session with me, I would get them to track their time. I would normally ask them to do five days, hoping they'd do three, knowing I'd get them probably to do at least one. That's how I would set it up. And it was always a useful exercise. Um, It was very interesting. Some people didn't do the activity, either because they couldn't see the value in it, or they were too busy or just too stressed. And often the joke, and I wish I had a five pound for every time someone told this joke, I would say, right, who's done it? And someone would always say, well, I didn't have time. And which is what I always found very, very interesting. And they would deflect it with humour. But some, probably about a third on average, uh, used to do it. Maybe 10% did the whole five days. Uh, That was quite rare. Um, But I used to do, I used to get some good results. Now, the interesting thing about doing this is that data doesn't lie. And what used to happen is that would get some very interesting insights into how they use their time. Because we have a tendency to fool ourselves about how productive we are. If I asked you the question now, okay, thinking back over the last Monday to Friday week that you spent, how productive do you think you were? Was your time really spent moving you forward in the best possible way? And it's likely that you will Probably have a good view of yeah uh, i think 've done I think i 've done quite well you may not be one hundred percent positive, um, you may not be outlandishly um, uh, raving around your success, but you 'll probably be reasonably happy with how you 've got on, but we do have this tendency to fool ourselves, and what tracking your time will do is take out that human bias that we have. And when you see the data in front of you, the facts don't lie. Now, the thing that you'll get from doing this is that you will identify where you're spending your time, where your focus is, because the data won't lie. And if you track it over a week, all that information you've got, it's a very useful exercise to Um, take that information. Now the key to this working is the quality of the data that you capture and the degree of analysis you apply to it. So having recommended this over the years, and I have done it myself in the past, I thought I would do it again for a couple of reasons. First of all, I am upgrading my personal productivity skills as part of this process, and I need to know where I'm spending my time. My work dynamic has changed since the last time I did this. When I last did this, I was working in a corporate environment running a leadership academy where my role was very, very different. Um, I'm now back working for myself as an external consultant, so the nature of my working day is different purely because I tend to work from my home office when I'm not out on the road with clients. So it's useful for me to do the exercise again because my context has changed. And more importantly, I'm looking to uh, improve my skills. So I want to know where my focus is lying. And the third reason is I'm going to be running a series of productivity seminars in the autumn, in about five, six months' time. And of course, it's going to be an activity I will recommend and I'll be using my lessons that I take from it as a way of explaining the benefits and showing what it can achieve. So that's why I'm doing this. So last week, I tracked everything I did from the moment I woke up to the time I went to sleep. Now, I did that because, as I say, I work out of my home office, so there is a blur when I'm at home working from a home office, a blur between the things I do that are for my business and sometimes for the things I have to do because I live here as well. So I've tracked the whole time because sometimes it's difficult for me to differentiate between the two. And also, I'm actually looking at how can I get more out of my life, not just my work life, but also my out of work life. And what, where am I spending my time? Now, I did that from Monday to Friday just to see what uh, would happen now at the start of the week i wrote down the activities i was doing on my paper plan which i'll share in another podcast episode but then very quickly i realized that with the amount of data i wanted to capture that that was going to become quite a quite a uh, challenging Putting it into a format that I could analyse it. So I thought, well, let me put it straight into a spreadsheet. So I decided to use Google Sheets uh, because I can access the same Google Sheet from my iPhone, from my iPad, or from my Mac. So it doesn't matter where I am working or what I'm doing, I can very quickly enter the start and stop times of the various activities without too much bother. And I tracked everything. I mean everything that I did. And the reason I did that is because, as I said earlier, the key to doing this is the quality of the data you capture. So, I'm just gonna look at, to say, Wednesday. Um, I captured, um, at the end, 58 things that I did during the day. Now, at the start of the week, on the Monday, I think I just captured 46. Tuesday was, again, the same. Wednesday, I started to get a little bit more sophisticated in what I was capturing. Thursday, um, yeah, we've got increase. And then Friday, uh, that increased to... Ah, oh, so the highest was 56. We're about, uh, on average, between 45 and 50. So I tracked everything. Now, the, at the start um, of the week, the quality of the data capture wasn't as good as the end because I realised as the week week progressed, I needed to understand more of what I was doing. So to give you an example, on the Monday, uh, the entries into my morning routine, from the moment I wake up through to having a shower and getting breakfast, I do a whole series of activities, stretches, meditations and such. On the Monday, there were just three entries for that. Um one for getting got up did my breathing stretches motivation uh meditation uh then the next one was a shower and then uh the third one was getting dressed actually no uh, yes getting dressed so I've, i actually separated that out so i could see just how long it took me by friday the same routine i was tracking over one two three four five six seven one two three four five six seven entries so, whilst I was doing the same thing, I actually broke down the individual phases. so I do a meditation, I do a stretch, um, I do some breathing exercises, and I was curious just to know how long each of those took me um, to see because uh, sometimes, if I have to uh, reduce my my morning routine for some reason because i 've got to get up early and go somewhere, um, I wanted to see well, where would I draw the flex now, if I look at some of the other things, so for example, this podcast um, I started tracking, because to do a podcast, um, I've got to plan it, I've got to record it, um, I have to review the recording, I then create a blog post for it, and then depending on the nature of the post, I'll get it transcribed and then edit the transcription in order for it to become a blog post. So all those different phases, if I just put podcast, I wouldn't have any idea how long those things are taking me. So what I've done is I've broken down those steps because I'm starting to realise there are some things that I do there for my podcast that really isn't the best use of my time. Now, without really knowing what I can delegate, if I... Sorry, sorry I'll start again. If I don't break it down into the individual phases, because the only thing... I have to plan it, I have to record it. But the other stuff about checking the recording, setting up the blog post, getting it transcribed, and trans, and then putting that up as a blog post, those things can be done by someone else. And that's my plan, is to get someone to do that. And by doing this, I can identify those activities. Other things like um, telephone calls. Where I have planned a telephone call, where well, I'm gonna have a telephone call, normally I'll work out what am I gonna say and i actually look at the time taken that I prepare myself and then do the call. I'm not just ringing someone up and having a, a random conversation. I start looking at the time it takes me to plan those. So those are just a couple of examples of the level of detail i 've gone in, because I realize for me to get more productive i 've got to refine the way I do things, and i 've been doing the way I do things for a long time i 've got into a habit I think they 're quite productive, but that 's because i 'm used to them so i 'm really looking at the data to see, well, where can I start looking at things and making them better and the podcast is a perfect example so The data was really important, it started to allow me to um, look at the behaviours. So how do I analyse it? Well, I left it till the end of the week. I left it till the end of the week. And what I did at the end of the week, for each day, well, for the first day, I identified what were the categories that I was going to analyse. So I basically grouped them into these. My morning routine, um, my meal preparation, eating and cleaning up, Um, my nighttime routine, what I do before I go to sleep, which is normally a meditation uh, uh, and a stretch, my podcast routine, and then I've got um, projects and admin for personal and for professional. Then I threw in halfway through a week, half of the week, another one for relationship building, and I think I did a podcast episode about that, about how I realised that I had to put aside my transactions of the day to nurture a relationship that's quite important to me. So I've added that. I've also put things travelling time. Uh, another thing I put in is I dance. My my passion at the moment is salsa and bachata. And I've been learning that for a couple of years now and I'm really enjoying it. And I dance two, three times a week. So I thought, well, let me track how much time I'm actually spending on the dance floor so I can see just how obsessed I've become to be quite honest. Um, Something else that I've uh, another category was daily planning, reflection, and journal. So, I in a previous episode you will have seen or heard me talk about my daily review uh, planning my day the night before, reviewing what I've done, and seeing how I could do better. That takes time. Then I've got a random, uh, a random, um, a random time for, uh, sorry, random. Uh, category for downtime breaks and pottering around this is where I do take a break or if I go for a walk uh, and if I go um, if I just sort of faff around so sometimes I might go and if I've got to put the washing on or put the eye or sort some ironing out those little jobs that I do i make a little note of when I do those uh, so I can see the impact on that and then the last one I'm so totally embarrassed to mention this category when I go to the bathroom now, the reason I put that is that I quite like taking a book and I'll read because I love reading. And there are times when it just goes really, really quickly and all of a sudden I've spent longer than I should have on there. And I've, <laughs> I can't believe I'm telling you this. So, uh, and I've, I've, I've tracked to see, well, how long do I spend? Um, because then I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't argue that data. I, I really can't believe I told you that. So anyway, so that's <laughs> i I have to edit that out. No, I'm not going to edit it out because so far every, every podcast episode I've done has been a one-stop recording, so I'm not going to edit it out. So, so, so that's what I've done. So basically I go through, um, I colour code all the uh, entries. So for example, um, this is uh, for uh, Monday, the 1st of April, the 1st day I did this. So I got up at 5 to 6 and from 5 to 6 to 7 was uh, my whole uh, routine. Uh, um, so I, I colour coded everything that come under the morning routine everything that comes under the meals, etc. Then I, I then went through and added up for the different colour codes so, and then worked out how much time from the day uh, I had used for each of, the, each of the categories and then what percentage of the day that was. So um, And then I did for each day, I created two charts. First of all, I did a pie chart because so I thought that might look good. Um, but the trouble is with the pie chart, it makes all these different colour pies, but they're different from the colour coding I've been using. So it hasn't actually been that helpful for me. But then I also did a a bar chart, which lists the categories along the bottom and then shows a little bar chart against the hours. So if I look at the first day, Monday the 1st of April, for example, my podcast uh, for the episode of the podcast that I did for uh, Profit Productivity uh, took over three hours on this particular day. And if I go back to uh, Mondays, uh, I think that was, uh, it was a long, it was a long, I had to do a lot of uh, transcribing for that day. So I can see that on a daily basis. So in terms of hours, that was, so it was, um, let's see, where is it? Uh, Three hours, 18 minutes. So 18.27% of the day. And I know that's an accurate figure because I can tell you I went to sleep at, uh, just before midnight, 11.59, exactly just before midnight. Um, and I got up at 5 to 6, and I tracked everything in between. So looking at that, that's sort of okay for a day, because what, I, what I'm what i able to do on a daily basis is I can I can compare my plan to what I actually did, and I can see where whether I achieve things or not. That's okay, but where the value of this comes in has been on a weekly basis and at the end of the week I basically accumulated the daily accumulations into one table and I'm looking at that table now um, and I did a, did a bar chart for that. I, 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 I don't know why I did the pie chart as well because it's confusing colours but I did but I've got a bar chart in front of me and last week I spent from Monday to Friday I spent 91 hours and 49 minutes awake that's how long I apply myself over a five-day week, okay, over a five-day week. And my just run through my morning routine, took me 11 hours and four minutes over those five days. Um, I spent eight, eight and a half hours preparing, eating, and cleaning up for meals. If you think that's like three meals a day, five, that's 15 meals. That's basically like half an hour, half an hour-ish uh, a meal. Um, my nighttime routine was 2 hours uh, the podcast was uh, 14 hours um, now here's an interesting statistic this was, the, this was the activity that took the most time it was a personal project that took 14 and a half hours and that personal project was to do with um, uh, an investment uh, or some investment on personal finance I had to do a lot of investigation about uh, an investment um, uh, club I'm working with uh, and It took up a huge amount of time for me. Uh, And here's the sad statistic I'm not happy with. Whilst you could say that my podcasting um, is is a professional, and it is a professional thing, my professional project, I only did three hours over a whole week. Three hours of that, 91 hours, less than 4% was on a project moving my professional, my business forward. Uh, and, and that's where the value of this comes. I look at that and go, uh, <laughs> that, rate of, that rate of return uh, is not going to get me where I want to go because I'm putting together this seminar in the, in the autumn. I've got six months to do it. Uh, I'm also doing a number of things around that theme. And if I just do three hours a week for the next five, six months, it ain't going to happen. So that's really interesting. I also uh, travelled so, uh, either walking or in the car for six and a half hours last week. So one of the questions I can ask myself is what else could I use that six and a half hours for? Uh, it's effectively dead time because I'm in the car or moving. Um, is there something I could do, use for that time? And here's the interesting statistic about my dancing. I, I danced eight and a half hours last week. That would be lessons and social dancing as well. Um, four of those were were on one night. I'll, I'll just add to that. Four of those were on one night. I'm trying to justify it to myself now, but that's how that's how nearly ten percent of my my week was spent on something I'm passionate about. And to be fair, work-life balance it keeps me fit. There's a lot of uh, social element to that as well, uh, being around friends. So I can justify that, and I will justify that, and I will defend it. <laughs> Um, I spent five hours planning and reflection, uh, which I think is healthy, that's 5% of my time. And in terms of the downtime, breaks and pottering around and things that I couldn't quite remember what I was doing because they were just random bits and pieces, seven and a half hours. Um, so that's nearly that's 8% of, of the week. So when you start looking at that data, I, I, can't, I can't argue with that because I know it's factually correct, so I ca- I've captured it throughout the week. Um, and it's been really interesting to experience that. And I am so, I have been so impacted by it that I'm doing it again this week because I want to see how my time is spent. Because spending three hours and 16 minutes on a professional project, in fact, the administration I did around my profession, which is basically all my receipts and stuff and the odd bit of phone call here and there, I spent three hours, 56, I spent more hours doing admin rather than specific projects, move my business forward. And I look at that and I think, mm, right, that's not right. So based on that, I could start thinking, right, if that's the case, maybe I need to bring someone in to start doing some of this administration. Um, and so with this data, I can start making much better decisions about how I use my time, whether I need to bring someone in and uh, in, when I move forward. So it's been really useful, that's why I'm doing it again this week. Um, Last week it became a habit, it's very easy for me just to add into the spreadsheet, okay I've started this, Uh, this time I'm finished it at that time, bang, done. Um, And you probably sense in my voice that this is something I'm quite passionate about and I'm marveling at the insights it's given me and and I'm, I'm enthusing as much as I can because I want to inspire you to think about tracking your time to the same degree, even if it was just for a week, because the insights that you'll get from doing that will, will either confirm that yes, you've got things right and are moving forward, or it'll open up a whole range of things you could do to change to make your productivity even better. One of the things that I can remember a story someone was telling me about, uh, about this, doing this, is they were tracking their time. And in the instructions, I said to them, track not only what you do, but if you find yourself with other people, track who you're with and what you're doing with them, what you're talking about, what activity you're doing with them. And I can remember one manager coming back and saying that they realized they were spending an inordinate amount of time with one particular team member, usually about a particular sort of process. And we discussed this and looked at, okay, well, why is this person taking up so much of your time? Now this is another part of the analysis and it's, it's called going upstream, which I'll talk about in another episode. But essentially it's about understanding When we encounter a problem in the workplace or in our workplace, often it's not a problem, it's symptomatic of a deeper problem. And so I encourage this manager to think about, right, so this person is spending an inordinate amount of time, why is that? And it came down to, when we did the analysis, it was like, well, I don't think they're really confident enough in what they're doing. So that's the question, why aren't they confident enough? And he says, well, um, well, they have, haven't been with us very long, okay, so why if uh, they haven't been with you very long and they're not confident, why is that? Well, maybe they're not up to speed yet, okay, why is that? Well, maybe we haven't inducted them properly, well, why is that? Maybe the process for induction isn't as good as it should be. And so what this data will do is identify maybe symptoms of a deeper problem, which you can then go and find. This manager then went back into the workplace, and when I worked with them again uh, two or three months later on the follow-on module, we talked about it, and they'd basically gone back and realised that this chap who uh, he'd spent a lot of time with, it wasn't their fault. It was a fault with the system, and he'd rectified that and then brought this person back up to speed, and they were no longer taking as much time of theirs as, as they were before. So these are the sort of things that can come out of doing an exercise like this. So that's today's episode, uh, a bit of a long one, but an important one. If all you did was track your time, wow. Oh, sorry, no, if all you did was track your time, analyse, took action on what you saw, wow. And you did that on a regular basis, you would get better and better and better and better. So that's today's episode and until tomorrow.